What's good, you guys? I am D Lake, and you have just tuned in to Success on Demand, a community where we discuss how to make your dreams profitable. All right, you guys, and I am back with another solo cast today. And today's solo cast is a little special only because I wanted to do a formal introduction of myself because in that first episode, I didn't really tell you guys about who I am and why I really find interest in business and why it's so important to me. So as you all know, I am D. Lake and I'm a life student, brand owner, and really an everyday working woman. I've always kept a job, um, even when I've had my own businesses and I'm working from home, but I'm always also just working for someone else's business just because um, it's money for me to invest into my own business until I feel like it is logically reasonable for me to actually quit my job. I'm a big advocate for not just (laughs) leaving your job because you want to pursue your business. And I I even did a podcast on that, and you'll probably catch that podcast before this one. But I have had the opportunity to say, you know, um, because I have this business and I felt like it needed all of my time, I quit my nine to five and it put me in a bind where I was stuck trying to figure out how to make the necessities in life like bills and, you know, things that pop up on you and all those kind of things happen and trying to make sure that they're paid and taken care of while also trying to sew into my business and give it the growth that it deserves. Now, that's not a really good feeling. So um, definitely tune into my podcast talking about why your nine to five can be good for your business, because that is um, one thing that I actively apply to my life. Now, as far as why business and you know, the act of creating a small business is so important to me is because way back when I was in college, which really wasn't even that long ago, I graduated in 2015 and I had my first business, my first actual registered business with the state at 22. And it was a boutique. It was a nice online boutique. And in all of the ways that I wanted to be, wanted it to be successful, it was. It was bringing in the type of money that it needed to bring in. I was, you know, breaking even, even in the first few months. And then after that, making enough money to have money on the side and invest in better things. But as I worked with that business, I found that I wasn't passionate about having it. I wanted it because I had gotten into the fashion industry before that big boom of Instagram boutiques and pop-up shops and all of that stuff had really even taken off like that. And I was happy at that moment before all of that had taken off. But once it became oversaturated, it just, it didn't seem, it didn't seem worth it to me anymore because I knew that I could be doing something more in another industry and actually really make the kind of mark that I want to make because my idea of a boutique um, was not the kind of clothes that I was selling at that time because I was still a, I was still a startup in the second year when I decided to close that business and 
I wasn't able to get the things that I wanted to get. So I figured that's something that can go on the back burner for a while until I'm able to actually get the things that I would like to get so that I can be passionate about what I'm doing. So that was um, my first official business. And it was great. I loved it. I really loved networking with everyone. And I, I loved the people that I got to partner up with during that time and all of the photo shoots and learning how to deal with wholesalers and all of that good stuff. So I have a, a plethora of knowledge just from that business. So that's also something that later on down the line we'll talk about. Um, after that, I started to think about what I wanted to do next. And I began offering different beauty products and, you know, waist trainers and different body contouring products. But I still felt the same. No passion. Especially since once I get myself involved in something and, and with that one, it wasn't something that I had to actually like register with the state because I was doing it um, up under another company. But um, I just didn't support um, the different things that would happen to your body if you use those kind of things religiously. Like I didn't agree with the wraps because if you, you know, put the wraps on your body um, too many times and in a, in a shortened period of time, it can do this and it can get in your bloodstream like that. And, and I just didn't like that whole idea. And that's something that I learned after the fact. And that's one of the reasons why the passion was gone. And that's another thing that I tell people is that if you're, in a business or you're helping someone with a business and at one point you're involved with it and you learn that there is something going on that you don't support or it just doesn't you know vibe with your morals or what you stand for and your standards then by all means walk away because that kind of stuff sticks with you forever once I learned about the different things that um waist trainers could do to a woman's organs and how it shifts your whole you know torso around I could no longer stand by that and even now the women who I have sold those to after that I spoke to them and let them know hey you know these are the the warnings that come with using this product make sure that you're being safe when you're using this product because I don't want you to get hurt because of something that I was ignorant of. So I just didn't support what came along with those products. And for that reason, I backed off. Now, after that, um, I was just really wondering, what's, what's next for me? I, I, I'm a brand already, but I need to have something that I can work at every day. Something that I can be passionate about because I've always been doing something. I started really young um, working with the family-owned restaurant um, that eventually closed down, um, not because it, it wasn't successful, but just because of a death in the family. And then um, I was also somewhat of a, an office manager for my stepdad's photography company back in 2005. And at that time, I was still in high school, but um, you know, we would all just chip in and we learned a lot about customer service and you know, how to speak to someone and how to deal with customer discrepancies and um, what to do if someone is upset, you know, what is something that's measurable to give to them to, to try to get them happy again so that they can continue shopping with you, how to promote, you know, how to create campaigns and how to create promotions. Like 
I got to learn all of that stuff at a very, very young age when in high school, they don't teach you those kind of things. So by the time I got to college, I was hungry for that knowledge. I was hungry to learn more about business and how to actually create and sustain a successful business. Because as I was growing up, I was a part of a lot of different businesses. Even my mom, she's a very successful entrepreneur. Even right now, she has a a soaping business where she makes oils, not oils, but she makes natural soaps by hand. She puts all of the products that are good for your skin, making sure that she's not putting any kind of chemicals or anything in your soaps. And she gives them, well, sells them to people who need soaps like that, who are conscious about what they put on their skin, and people love it. And I help her out all the time with her business, but I've always been a part of business, especially in my family. But the the downside of that is that all of those business businesses are not still existing today. So I've gotten to get a firsthand look at what causes a business to fail how it gets to the point where your business is putting out more money than it's bringing in. How you get to the point where your business has been growing consistently for two years, but now you're not only not gaining any more customers, but your current customers are leaving. And what you need to do to change that and flip that around so that it works you know, in your way. I got to learn about all of that stuff at a very young age and something that I just remembered like a few months ago about myself when I was in elementary school is that I used to have my mom take me to Dollar General or Dollar Tree was really my spot because I knew I would only pay a dollar. I would have her take me to Dollar Tree and buy like blow pops and um, nerds and those fun dip sticks and I would sell them for 50 cents or 75 cents at my elementary school. And I was making bank, y'all. And I was still young. (laughs) At first, I was just telling my mom, you know, hey, ma, I I just want to, you know, go and get some candy. And my mom's not dumb. My mom's one of the most intelligent people that I know. Eventually, she caught on. And it got to the point where I was making so much money that it was, like, disrupting the class. It was disrupting hallway time. People was trying to catch me to get candy and all this other kind of stuff. And it didn't last long, but that showed me that there are different ways and different avenues to make money. And it showed me that when you have a product that people really want and the the need for it is high, the demand for it is high, then you need to keep the supply high. Because those days when I ran out of blow pops and 10 people asked me for blow pops after that, I knew in my head that I lost all of that money. I lost all of that money that I could have made if I would have kept my supply high. And that was something that I learned in elementary school now. I still had a great childhood. Now I cheerleaded and I ran track and I played basketball and um, soccer. We, We did all of this crazy stuff when I was young. So I was a very active child, but I always had a sense of business. So I've always been thirsty to learn more about business. And from when I was in elementary school all the way up to when I decided to stop selling those beauty products and those body contouring um, products and tools, I've just been gaining all of this knowledge about business that I've been itching to share with people, which brought me to consulting other businesses. 
when people call me up, especially friends who have businesses as well, when they call me up and they tell me about something with their business or they have me look at their website, I'm the friend who's like, you know, you spell icicle wrong. <laughs> or, hey, you need to make sure that when you have people go over here to this site, that it doesn't look like this because this is how it's going to affect you later on down the line. Or make sure that you're not throwing this item on sale because you just put it on the site last week and you don't want people to think it's cheap. They still need to pay full price. Like it, it can go on sale like a good month or so from now or when you get new product in. But don't just have it on sale just to have it on sale because you think it's going to increase your profits because that's not always the case. Who is your target audience? Like I'm the friend who has those kind of conversations with you and that's really what led me to, you know, consulting. I thought I wanted to be a life coach, but when it comes to people's personal life, <laughs> sometimes I get bored with that kind of stuff. So I rather only have those kind of conversations with friends because I'm actually invested into you know, their, um, their personal life and their emotions and their well-being and all that kind of stuff. But as far as consulting for business, we can do that all day because I'll make sure that I'm not going to steer you wrong as far as what your goals are, where you're trying to be, what your projections are. We can talk about all that and figure out a good strategy and make sure that we get you from year one to year five with having achieved all of your goals. That's the kind of um, business consultant that I, you know, created myself to be. And I ended up becoming after I was selling those beauty products and those um, body contouring tools. So after that, um, like I said, I began consulting and I decided that I'm, I'm very artistic. I've always been doing things in, you know, photography or modeling or whatever the case may be. And um, I joined this modeling troupe, Images. <laughs> Shout out to Images, IMT. And um, I just really learned how much I really, really love to model and how good of a teacher I can be. I've, I've always kno known that I could teach and that I could really um, break things down simply for people and I can be empathetic with them and knowing that everybody doesn't learn the same. And that's what led me to um, creating my side hustle of coordinating events. I began coordinating um, fashion shows, hair shows, um, Dine with D, the Florida Beauty Expo. Um, and the last two were um, events that I created. But as far as like coordinating the fashion shows and the hair shows, that's just something that came from um, helping a friend out with a show and I, I apparently did a good job because she ended up telling other people about it. And just from that, I ended up doing like six or seven shows just in 2016 off of doing a good job at something that I love to do. And that's another thing that I tell people is that when you work with someone, especially when you agree to partner up with someone or to help someone to execute an event or um, execute a campaign or whatever the case may be, when you involve yourself or your brand in something, do a good job. Dedicate yourself completely to that. Because when you, when you put yourself in a thousand percent and they're only expecting 70, they're only expecting you to show up maybe one day or, or attend, the me attend the meeting late like everybody else or whatever the case may be, when you put in a thousand percent that lets them know that, hey, this is a dependable person. 
This is somebody who I'm going to continue to call back. This is somebody who maybe I want to pay next time. This is somebody who, when another one of my business associates is telling me that they need someone who offers the services that D offers, I'm going to mention her name because of how good a job she did for me for free. That's something that you cannot buy. <laughs> That's something that when, when someone is genuinely mentioning your name to someone because you did such a good job, you can't buy that kind of um, recommendation. That just comes genuinely and it sticks with people forever. So just off of doing that um, one show in the beginning of 2016, it spouted into seven others to where I became the coordinator, the model coordinator. I, I enjoyed teaching people how to model. I enjoyed teaching people to be confident in themselves. I enjoyed show day when I got to run the show and make sure everything was in line. And it really let me know that that is something that I am passionate about. And it took all the way up until 2016 for me to um, realize that one, I was passionate about consulting and two, I was passionate about event coordinating because it wasn't just um, model coordinating because it spouted into me creating my own events and those being successful as well. And, and with those two events, Dine with, the, Dine with D and I, you know, tell this story to people all the time. I had the first one and I thought it was going to be 30 women. 11 showed up and, and three of them were guests of other people who just happened to come that day. And that was a big um, blast to me because when you think that something is going to be so awesome and you put all of this work into it and people say, oh, I'm going to come, I'm going to come. And then the day comes and you're, you know, wondering where everyone is. It puts you in a different state of mind. It could either on one end destroy you and make you feel like, oh, I'm a failure and all this kind of stuff. Or B, it can make you feel like, you know what? Next time, this event is going to be the bomb. Next time, when I want 30 women, I'm going to invite 60. <laughs> and that's exactly what I did. That second time, I invited way over the amount of women that I needed. And I made sure I had extra chairs just in case they showed up. I made sure that I threw a campaign where I gave out free tickets. I made sure that I actually thought out who my target audience was and what they liked because my target audience was basically me, women like me, because it's called Dine with D. So I wanted to make sure that the type of women that were coming would actually en enjoy my company as well as the w other women's company who were going to be there. So I, you know, did all of my research to make sure that I actually brought in caterers and um, bakeries and all kinds of stuff and a, a bartender. And it was it was freaking awesome, you guys. And like 50 women showed up. 50 now. And I was super, super, super excited about it. I couldn't believe that that many women had come. And actually, was it 50? I don't remember, but it was close to that. And um, it was really only supposed to be 30. So that was super dope. And, and that taught me something else as far as, you know, just not giving up, you know, keep going, go harder. Like if stuff doesn't work out for you the first time, don't give up. Because had I given up that first time, I would have never had the second dine with D and been able to have all of those different women get introduced to each other and create different brand connections and all of the other, excuse me, amazing things that came out of having that event. 
would have never been possible had I not just decided to take that leap again. And after that, I coordinated a few more shows and then I built up to the Florida Beauty Expo, which was in October of 2016. And my goal was to have like 15 or 20 vendors and I ended up having 30. A good amount of people came out. There was a hair show. Um, we had models. We had um, boutiques sponsored for the clothing. And all of this stuff came from me deciding at the beginning of 2016 that I really enjoyed coordinating events. And in that, all of these other opportunities came about because I had finally found my passion. And at the very beginning of 2017, I decided to create Success On Demand so that I could not only just consult business owners and coordinate shows and help women to be more confident, but I could also share business tips and stories of other business owners and, and all kinds of information with business owners and you know people who are thinking about starting businesses through the podcast in an audio form, because I think people deserve that. People deserve to not make the same mistake that someone else made just simply by having the knowledge. Sometimes we don't share the knowledge. We don't share the nitty gritty with others so that we can, by helping them, help ourselves. Because at the end of the day, we're a community. And we're only as strong as the weakest link. So for me, it's just always good to share knowledge with others and share experiences and tips and tricks and different ways to get around this and, oh, don't do this because this is what's going to happen. Do it this way. Because as long as we're all progressing and being successful, then we're successful as a whole. And that's the goal of success on demand. So I just wanted to give you guys a little background of who I am and what I support and why I do what I do <laughs> so, that, so that you guys don't just think that I'm just, you know, spewing out all of these different things that I haven't actually done or experienced or read about. And every now and then I'll, you know, drop a book that I've read because I'm, I'm an avid reader. I, I read about a lot of things. I read, you know, different self-help, you know, business books. Um, spirituality books, magazines, because I'm a fashion junkie as well. But I read about a lot, and I like to take that information and simplify it so that I can share it with others. And that is what you will be getting on Success On Demand, as well as having others be guests on the show and share their stories about how they have made their businesses successful. So if you have any questions for me, feel free to hit me up. Once again, I am your host, D Lake, and you have just tuned in to Success on Demand, and I'll catch you next time.